Goodbye. All right, welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 89, where we figured out what we crossed the streams and we fixed crossed, our... You never crossed the stream. Fixed our uh, mic issues from the last couple episodes. So we're back in living color, I guess. So we've been talking a lot about the next-gen consoles, all the game conferences being canceled, and how all those games are going to have to be announced over the next several months. And uh, Jeff Keighley has come to the rescue of the gaming industry again, and uh, he's announced what's called Summer Game Fest, which is now through August. This is like a four-month digital event, basically. To me, this seems like the final form of E3. Like, this is what, like, yeah. where it always was done it. going. You know, it should have gone, whatever. But, so, this is a digital game conference, so tons of miniature events. Uh, and the best part is they're promising lots of playable demos to all of us at home. That's the best part. Yeah. So, the partners announced so far, Xbox, PlayStation, Blizzard, Activision, Square, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Bungie, CD Projekt Red, Warner, Riot, Steam, EA. Don't they always promise us, like, a bunch of demos for E3, and then we get, like... E3 hadn't until, like... We only get, like, one or two. E3 hadn't until, like, the last year. And then I think this will be the first year where they... Because they can't have demos. Yeah. I mean, I, event. I hope they realize, like, hey, you literally have a captive audience. Right. So you better get those demos out that well, door. And they were all working on demos for E3 anyway. Yeah. So the demos are done. Yeah. But they can't have Just people play have them. on the floor. So now if they want anybody to play them, they got to do it through this. So that's really exciting. Like, yeah. Whatever. Like, E3 could be coming... To our homes, which is truly to our homes. Yeah, I mean they say that. Like I, mean, I said, four, they said they, they've said that thing, every huh? year. We're bringing E3 to your home, yeah. but it, you know, eh, not really. Yeah, but this might be the first year where it well and truly comes to your house. Yeah, I mean, that, and so you got to figure that all these big names are announcing new games pretty much in the next three to four months, or one to four months. So. You know, Sony, Microsoft, Blizzard, Activision, Square, Bethesda, Bungie, or not necessarily announcing new games, but showing off their in-development games. Warner, Riot, Steam, I mean, that's just, that's a lot. Like, that's, yeah. when you see that and you think, holy crap, all these, I almost feel like this might be better than E3, because E3, you get here, the few conferences, and it's over. Yeah. Whereas this is going to be like, Every week, probably. That's what they're probably going to plan to do, like, one miniature event. And you'll have Yeah, that's a good something. point. It'll, it'll be more... Well, it'll be... Yeah, it'll be more sustained. Yeah. And, and it'll be good it'll that... Like a season. Yeah, and it'll be good that you can actually focus in yeah. on... Like, you remember back in the day when we used to go over to your, your parents' house. Yeah. Now, you know, your parents' house. And uh, we, we used to, like... Try and keep up, yeah. And then, like a few days later, a week later, we'd be like, "Oh, you're I didn't realize." Up on yeah, you were like, yeah. "I didn't even realize that game was at the show." Right. Because it got buried by twenty other yeah. games. So this way, you know, like every studio is really and truly going to get their time to shine. Spotlight. Yeah. yeah. So the first, what we'll, what we think is the first one, Microsoft dropped a bomb this past week, uh, this Thursday. So by the time you hear this, probably you know the next day. Uh, May 7th at 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, Microsoft's having an inside Xbox, Xbox Insider, whatever they call it, uh, episode where they're going to show 
third-party Xbox Series X games. From inside your Xbox. So, Live. The, I, I had two reactions to this. First one was, damn, it's not first-party. Because <laughs> that's really what I wanted to yeah, see. Yeah, I know. What, well, they, they announced it, and then they're like a few days later. It. Yeah, a few days later, they're like, well, it's going to be third-party. Yeah. Well, the rumor always was that Microsoft was planning two events. Yeah. But it, yeah, maybe they didn't even announce it. Maybe it was just a rumor got out. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we pretty much know we're going to see the new Assassin's Creed. That was pretty much confirmed. They released a CG trailer this week. So we'll see probably the first gameplay running on Xbox Series X. Are you excited that we're seeing... Like, are you excited that... Do you think it's a good idea for them to go third party? first and to like kind of like prop up some of those third party um, or, or is it like deflating that oh we're not going to see halo we're not going to see forza we're not going to see fable no i think it's a good idea i think it's a good idea i mean obviously it'll make their third party partners happy yeah like usually like when sony does their show they'll let like one or two third parties on stage yeah. with them but really it's the it's the sony show yeah and this, they're gonna say, okay, no, like, here's here's the teams working with us, yeah, front and center, and yeah. I'm sure they love that. Like, yeah. I'm sure that they love, you know, that they're gonna get to be out in front, and their games are gonna be showcased first, this, and then later on, you know, the first party bonanza. Yeah, I'm split on it. I, I think this will kind of have like, on one hand, it'll be a positive for the third parties, like you yeah. said, like they kind of have that watchdogs effect. So, like, it won't get, it, whatever it is, it might be a game that isn't going to be, wouldn't otherwise be front and center, but because it's, like, one of the first next-gen games being highlighted, people will gravitate towards it, and it'll sell better in, this fall, because it was one of the, it'll get all the hype, whatever yeah. these games oh, yeah, yeah. they show are. People will be drooling over them for weeks. And to me, it's it's important. It's also they important. They will get buried by Halo. It's also important which third parties it is that yeah. they have there. I yeah. mean, if it's... Especially for Microsoft, like one of Microsoft's, and I know you don't care, but but for the general audience, the one of their weaknesses is Japanese support. Oh yeah, no. So if care. they can if they can cart out like more Japanese support than yeah. they usually get, even and they they've gotten a little bit better. They've gotten they a little bit better. Do you remember? I think it was wasn't it Devil May Cry Five that was announced on Microsoft's yeah. stage at E3. Yeah. And Resident Evil Two was on Sony's, I think. Yeah. So if they can get more of that Japanese support, um, you know that, that'll be huge for them. Whatever it is, it's only in four days, so wow. we're gonna see. We've seen what? What next gen games have we seen gameplay of? Halo kind, not was, gameplay. Is it called Godfall? In engine, I think that leaked mostly though, didn't it? No, I, I think they showed that. Did they show something? Yeah, because it was like the first. We've seen it for sure. Well, it leaked, and then I think they yeah. they were like, oh, okay, well here it is. And I, they were probably the ones that leaked it. Think just so they that's could do it. That. I, I think that's the only yeah, I, I don't know any other technically seen running in like gameplay. Yeah, Halo and Halo is in it. But I'm not even sure that was the next gen version. I think it probably was, but I mean, or PC maybe. But yeah, um, but yeah, it'll be exciting for sure. I, I hope it's. I hope that they've got like a big third party exclusive, because I'm expecting Sony. To have the new Call of Duty, whatever it is, Black Ops 5, whatever, at their show. Because they, they money-hatted them this gen, so they probably will money-hat them again next gen. But we'll see. Um, and, you know, they're, 
Microsoft's going first, so they may have an advantage, like I said, like any game that wants to get out ahead, well, you want to be on this event, not one that comes later. Yeah. So it'll be interesting for sure. What do you think of Phil Spencer saying that he thinks games are going to change the way, games this gen are going to change the way that they feel the most since the leap from 2D to 3D? That's pretty bold. Doubt. Doubt? <laughs> Doubt. Um, yeah, no. I mean, do you remember the hype when that happened? From 2D to 3D? 2D to 3D. Like, no, people were just like, really. oh my God. Yeah. But, but well, I, there was no internet. But. Right. I don't remember hype, but I remember the. Just like we were talking last episode, flying around in Spyro the Dragon was like world-changing. Yeah. yeah. I just remember going to Toys R Us, and you know they, they got those little stations. Yeah. And I remember the first time I saw it on one of those stations, I was just yeah. like, holy crap. I remember like, seeing Mario it. 64 for the first time. I think it was... like blown away. I can't remember if it was Cool Borders or, or um, 1080. Yeah. It was one of the snowboard games, yeah. and I just remember being like, wow... And, uh, you know, so just stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Actually, I, I sort of feel like gaming is sort of stagnated. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe maybe Sony isn't bluffing and, and this super fast SSD can change things up. It'll be interesting. But other than that, it's a like, bold statement. I am, I am ex- I'm so exhausted by... Oh, we got the largest world that's oh, yeah, ever been, too. and you can go do anything. Well, I, I don't think it would be that because, yeah, that's not innovative at all. Like seriously, well, all I want, all I want point. is please, for the love of God, bring back light gun games. <laughs> bring back, you know, like I don't care, like bring back games. Yeah, you gotta play indie something games. other that's than. That's where all like the small time, like no, yes, it is. That's all where all the, the innovation games. happens. All the, inter- all the indie games are all the same. Because you would look at all the same genre. They're that's all the why. same. Um, but they also announced that they have 10 million Game Pass subscriptions, which is pretty huge. 10 million? Yeah. That's, what, 100 then, million a month? You know, it's funny. Like, I, I saw that on Reset Era, and I was like, okay, the first response is going to be, and they're all $1. And the first response was, and they're, they're all, all $1. $1. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, they're not all $1. But The thing is, that is that's helped. who they hook. You pay your $1, you pay your $2, $3, but then yeah. you keep subscribing. Yeah. I mean, I bought like Who another... Who takes the time to cancel it after that? I bought like another two years on sales. So. Yeah. But it's going to be exciting. The first next-gen gameplay, for the most part, coming this week. So our episode next week will definitely be interesting, hearing our, our reactions. Uh, yeah. See what's shown, what's wow, announced. I can't believe it. it. It's already come to that. It's here. I know. Well... And then the rumor is that uh, PlayStation 5, Sony's event is going to go... Microsoft might be getting the best of both worlds. Because they're going to get to go first. Sony's going to go. And then Microsoft's going to get to go again. And show Halo, Forza, Fable. Well, uh, I mean... I wonder if that was planned by Microsoft. Or if, yeah. if Sony like just figured, you know, found out when Microsoft was going. And did that intentionally. Yeah. Um, because... You know, third party, unless it's exclusive, is coming to Sony. Right. And if Sony goes first, I mean, you know the quality of Sony dubs. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be hard if Microsoft hasn't closed that gap. Yeah. It's going to be hard to have the Sony show first and then Microsoft. Well, I I think, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I do think that, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Going all at once in one big megaton may work out better, but, you know, 
we all know that. I mean, it worked for Sony this gen. They announced well, games Sony that didn't come this, out for seven years, yeah, then, but, but it got them the hype. So. Sony's done this since PS3. Yeah. Like, they announced, like, every game that's coming for the next five the years. The whole generation, yeah. basically. It'll be interesting. And it works. I mean, people, that's what I mean. people like, freak out. But then it's like, well, that, game, that game's not coming for five years, yeah. and it won't look anything you, like that. Did but. you see Gizmodo's take of saying that you should absolutely not buy a next-gen console this year? Um no, I didn't see that. Yeah, because they said so. It's gonna launch, and it'll be at the, they'll be at the highest price point they ever are. But Phil Spencer acknowledged this too that a lot of games are gonna get delayed because of coronavirus. Ah, man, coronavirus. So he, you know, Gizmodo was saying, well, if you wait six months, there might be a price drop between now and then, or there might be a bundle or whatever. And because unless there's a game you want to play at launch, right at launch, yeah, there's gonna be there might be like a a dry spell, and there usually is with consoles to begin with. I mean, the I, Xbox One had a horrible yeah, where they didn't have the a, irony, a single release for like three months. The irony is, is if all Xbox games have to be on Xbox One, yeah, and PC, yeah. Man, I just wonder what 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 is that gonna do? I mean, like even I was like, well, I'm building a new PC. Yeah. I got an Xbox One. Yeah. X, yeah. which is pretty damn powerful still. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm in no rush. I, I don't know. I really don't know how I feel about it all yet, but I do think, and we don't know if Sony's gonna counter this, but if you notice, Cyberpunk announced the well, if you buy the Xbox One version. You'll also get the Xbox Series X version. Yeah. Hidden in the small print, they're calling it, what do they call it? Xbox Smart Delivery. For, during the Assassin's Creed Valhalla announcement, that also supports it. So in my mind, you know, Sony may have something similar, but it hasn't, no word of it has got out yet. Yeah. That's a really good bridge for people who already own an Xbox One to eventually make the obvious upgrade and not jump ship because you're going to bring all your games, you're going to bring your games forward. Yeah. Not all of them, but a significant amount. Yeah. So I think that's a good loyalty. uh, Oh, absolutely. And then, you know, I'm not sure Sony can copy that. I'm kind of surprised, honestly, at Sony's limitations. Yeah. I'm a little bit surprised. Um, Like when they didn't announce full backwards compatibility. Yeah. Like that, like, that was sort of a warning sign to me. Yeah. Like, oh man, like, and the fact that they still haven't, and maybe they'll, maybe they'll do this, and I don't know, maybe, maybe not this show, but maybe eventually they haven't announced a Game Pass competitor. Really, no, I mean, yeah, that is surprising. Yes, they got PlayStation now, and maybe in their eyes that is the yeah. competitor, but it's nowhere near as big, though. Yeah, and, and it's nowhere near as good. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. So, speaking of of Sony. Last episode we mentioned that there were lots of The Last of Us 2 leaks out there. And those leaks only got, the holes got larger and larger, I guess. Because basically, all the major plot points and developments in The Last of Us 2 uh, leaked onto the internet this week. And it caused a lot of anger, backlash, uh, you know, lots of different feelings and sony like almost immediately within like the first 24 yeah, hours all of a sudden scrambled and said oh it's oh, coming by the out way, june 19th by the way we just decided on a release date and uh it's next month and, and it's funny because uh if you go back and look at 
when they and uh, when they announced the last the Last of Us two delay like a month or so ago, yeah, there were industry insiders that said if they have to sit on this game and it's done, it's gonna leak. Like, yeah. this is going to cause a problem. And that's exactly what yeah, happened. You know, and it, for Sony especially, and a lot of their exclusives are, I mean, really the game is held up by the story. Oh, yeah. So Especially this one. Yeah. So it's really, I mean, it's really sensitive to them to, to make sure that does not leak. Yeah. Because that is like an enormous part of the reason you're playing the game to be. Yeah, to see what happens. Yeah. I mean... The game, like if you strip away the story and the graphics, the gameplay is probably yeah. like a six on its own. Honestly, yeah. it's that's really not that great. It's yeah. nothing special. Yeah. But the story and the the, the graphics and everything are really what yeah. make these games. And yeah, now you just sort of shot away the story. Yeah. So. And you know we're not going to talk about we're not going to give the spoilers on this podcast, but I can tell you, as a developer, first of all, it has to be completely deflating. Oh, to have your work, just nobody supposed to have it yet. Nobody paid for it yet. The, the big, the surprise, the shock, the, you know, the experience has been, I don't want to say ruined, but kind of. Um, and for somebody like me, I, I'm not. Again, I'm not going to say the spoilers. But when I saw the spoilers, or even some of them in a very limited capacity, like very limited exposure. Yeah. I didn't go looking for them. Yeah. I just kind of stumbled across some of it because it was everywhere. Yeah, I gotta admit, I, um, I'm not buying the game now. I am. They lost me. See, I'm a little. Spoilers. I'm a little disappointed that it leaked because I am hugely curious what it would have been like if everybody got to play this game yeah, and me discovered too. this. Me too. Discovered this after they bought it and everything. In fairness. When you're experiencing something, you're gonna feel different about it. When you're yeah. like, when you're, it's like hearing about something when you're actually there yeah. and hearing about it, like third party, like Dumbledore like dies on page six oh six. Well, you just might feel like it's more <laughs> in the spirit of the story being told, yeah. or whatever. Maybe not. It might be the opposite. You might not care when you hear about it, but then you know you'll have a different reaction yeah. most likely. Yeah. But for me, it was like, I'm not buying this game. And I think a lot of people had that same yeah. reaction. Like, oh, that, that. oh, a lot of people. In fact, I'm really curious to see how the sales are. Now, I got to be honest. Um, at first, I was like, oh, I don't know. But then I was like, eh, you know, I mean, that's that's so crazy and so ballsy that I I, I kind of want to play it just to see how that could possibly it happen. It is. It is. And I, I agree with you that it is. But I think, and I I agree that it's bold. Because without saying what's happening what in the game, <laughs> I think it's Naughty Dog, you use the term of like way back, high on their own supply. Yeah. That's what I took from this. Because what I think they're going to say, their, their defense is, and I get what they're saying, artistically, what they're trying to communicate, they're going to say this isn't a, uh, this isn't a character-driven you know, this isn't a character-driven franchise. This isn't a typical Hollywood. You know, they'd say like Uncharted is your typical Hollywood. You know, character-driven. Yeah. What we're doing with The Last of Us is, you know, it's communicating a world. It's mm. communicating a point of view, like a, a, a kind of a nihilistic story. And I get what they're saying, but it's it's like, what are people actually drawn to in stories though, and in universes, the characters? Yeah. Mar the Marvel Cinematic Universe is driven by the characters, not 
you know, the the world. Um, you know, it, it, without those characters, without Iron Man and Captain America, I'm, you I'm, don't really have. I'm anything. thinking over in my head how I can respond to this without <laughs> without giving away spoilers. Yeah, because um, we are we are teetering very close to the edge here. No, I, I'm just saying, uh, like, that's what Naughty Dog's going to say, is they're telling a story about, like, a world. Yeah. Not, not oh, any yeah. one or well, two or three And it, it sort of reminds me of the... And, walk- I, and I would say they're right. It reminds me of The Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, that's all I could think of when I, I was like, this is a very Walking Dead. Uh, yeah. But The Walking Dead still boils down to a few characters. Yeah. At the, uh, they killed off Rick and the series ended. Yeah. That was the end. Because it was really, even though there's all Rick. those characters, without Rick, see, now I, you didn't have that drive. And see, I mean, for intelligent people, we probably already given no, it away. No, no, but um, there's a million characters. And, um, I see, I, I actually appreciate that. I appreciate that I when, do too, when nobody is safe. But it's not what I want. That's like, when I'm happiest. I, I agree. But, but I think, had they, for example, had they killed off Rick in let's say episode or uh, issue 100 and the, they could not have gone for another 100 yeah because he is still right. like your 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 point of reference you know what i mean yeah and well i mean game of thrones kills off ned in See, like, the first season and I they think, pulled it off i think comic books the the uh the worst issue in comic books is that they do they get too attached to characters and they're yeah. They got to have the courage to rip the bandaid off yeah. and say, nope, you know, like people die or people go away. Yeah. You know, like, I agree. And I think it would be so cool if stories would just be like, okay, well, you know, those main characters you like, gone. But I, but I think, let, let's say hypothetically, I'm writing a story and I and I make a story that goes really well, like like The Last of Us. Yeah. The first game story was incredible, I, in my opinion. It, it was one of the best story driven video games in history. I, and I said this from the beginning, and I've, I've been on this podcast saying this for ages, that I've been concerned about the sequel. Because the story that they told in the first game was totally self-contained and perfect. It told its story and you know, just the ending. No, you don't know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. But they conveyed it so well that it accomplished like the what they wanted to say. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was, they tied it with a bow. And I was like, why do you need to tell more story to convey that same point or to like drive it home even more? Yeah. You know, like that you did it so well already. Don't mess with it. And that's what I feel like. Yeah, sure. I, I do feel like these spoilers show that they're driving that point home even more successfully. And it is edgy and it is yeah. bold and it is telling a story about a world, not just the you know, one or two or five characters. Yeah. See, I, 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 but, but it's, it literally, the fact that it spoiled made me not want to play it. Yeah. Because if it's I not had, the story that I particularly want. If, if I have a bone to pick with, it's not necessarily that it came to pass. Yeah. The, the story event came to pass. It's the, it's the how. Like that, the leak? Well, no, it's, it's the how. And, and that, that happens. That it happens. Yeah, yeah. That that to me is just like uh, I don't know. Yeah, how, I, I, I agree. They're gonna, really gonna have to tell me a good story on how this happened. I agree. Um, but I think they did that on purpose because they wanted they want to. 
What Again, if, without spoiling it, they want to make you feel. Okay. Right? They want foil, to make you feel. Tinfoil hat time. What if they did this on purpose? The leak? Yes. Why what it? if they were. To lose sales? <laughs> well, what if they. What if they wanted to prepare you, sort of, for what was going to happen? And then they wanted you to be like, well, how can this happen? It had the opposite effect on me. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think it has the opposite effect on most people. I, I, I was just trying to play devil's advocate. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, hard. I mean, I, I do feel that for the developers at Naughty Dog, though. I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I do hope they make a different, a new game for their next I game. I think they will. And, well, that's not, not Uncharted, not The Last of Us. Just, yeah. Um, anyway. That's the other thing I don't get. Like, uh, I'm gonna spoil it by saying it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's so hard. So Google has struck or struck out again. I guess the Google held a digital event this week that they hyped up to uh, announce new games and stuff for Stadia. You know, everybody thought, well, this is kind of like Google's E3. Here they come. Well, they announced PUBG, Octopath Traveler. Five existing EA games coming to Stadia, and that's it. Wow, they got an Octopath Traveler? Yeah, who cares? That's a great game. That's the only game on, on um, Stadia Stadia that I can recommend. My, my favorite thing about this announcement was uh, I saw somebody, somebody replied to, in the Risa era thread, and it was like all these like features, you know, like these new games, and like it, it had uh, like the stats... You know, ten teraflops or whatever. You know, yeah. and, then, and then it says at the bottom, "Inglorious 240p," <laughs> because you had mentioned that yeah. the games like look like they're running at yeah. like 540p or well, something. The games, even when they're even when they're running at 1080p or 4K, they they look worse than Xbox yeah. One X games. Yeah, that's One X, not Series X. Yeah. So I just thought I thought the whole point was like you're gonna get like a next gen experience. You know, for well, like free. This doesn't surprise me because, you know, when you look at the evolution of audio, if you talk to like any like hardcore audio files and stuff, like most of us listen to music digitally, right? Like we stream it or we, whatever. We're all streaming it at this point, basically. Yeah. But if you talk to like hardcore audio files and audio historians, they will all tell you almost every evolution that is like about delivery. Yeah has caused a, a decline in the quality of what you're hearing. Yeah. And that's why there's a lot of vinyl purists, because they say that, you know, no, it's the most phys large physical form of media can hold the most, like, depth. And this doesn't, it's, this reminds me of the same thing. It's like, yeah, we're going to deliver it to you in the most convenient way possible, but you're going to lose quality. See, and you know the other thing I don't get about this is, you said, well, who cares about Octopath Traveler? But to me, if they were smart, Rather than, like, they got so many fighters and shooters yeah. in their lineup right now. Yeah. But that those are exactly the games they shouldn't have. Yeah. They shouldn't have Everybody else has any them. game that's, like, requires, like, twitch yeah. reflexes. Yeah. Eh, like, don't even bother. Like, yeah. say, sorry, we're not interested. Telltale games, though? Telltale games, Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Things RPGs. where it doesn't matter yeah. about the input lag. Yeah. That's where they should be. Yeah, like, that's, you're right. Like, if if they only had those and games, it should all be rolled into like 
a Game Pass type thing. Yeah, Where exactly. like you get all these for one price. If they only had those games though, nobody would be talking about the input lag, and it wouldn't be an you, issue. You know what I find absolutely hilarious is so what has Stadia been mocked for? It's performance. Yeah. It's well and lack of games, but performance, performance, performance. And what do they do? What do they put front and center in this conference? Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, a no. game known for having yeah, like the true. worst performance, even, even natively. It looks piece like of crap. crap. It runs like crap. It, oh my God! There's yeah, dead zone. Like every technical problem you can imagine is and, and here. Now let now we're gonna stream it to you through your internet. Yeah, it just it's like one disaster after another. It, oh. So flipping pages into kind of the entertainment type stuff here for a little bit. AMC Movie Theaters is refusing to show Universal, I don't know if it's studios or pictures technically, uh, movies from here on out because Universal has found a lot of success going straight to video on demand during COVID-19. So much so that they set an example for a lot of other studios to follow the same path. So AMC just flat out says, here's the bird. You're not showing yeah. your movies. Like, are they signing their own death warrant, you think? You think they gave them both the birds? I did. The but. birds. Um, Good one. Good one. Um, yeah, I think it's just purely a bluff. You think so? Yeah. You know, it's, it's sort of like that couple that's fighting. and Or, or, or like when you fight with the, your boss and then... Like, they're going to fire you, but you're like, I'm quitting. Yeah. And then it's like, well, you know, like, it's just one of those things where you're, you're splitting up anyway. Yeah. So, like, one side's trying to be like, no, I'm, I'm getting yeah. rid of you, when really right. they're, they were already, We don't like, want your movies anyway. They're already out the door. Yeah. You're like, okay, you're like, they, they, were, they don't want you anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, if, if, it, if it well and truly worked for Universal, they will gladly get rid of the middleman. I yeah. mean, AMC is the middleman. Yeah. You're right. If they can Good go point. straight to the consumer, they will because yeah. they get more money that way. Yeah, and I, and I think that's what they're finding. Why should we pay the movie theaters a cut? Yeah. And well, um, I do think. Have you ever watched Film Theory? No. With Matt Pat? No. He his newest one is that theaters will die because I've of heard corona, it a lot. Coronavirus. I mean, I, I think that they're definitely going to become less and less over the next decade. Uh, I I don't know where it'll go, but. I, I do wonder how much money studios make being able to do theater and on demand. And then, you know, usually what they do is theater and then you can buy it on demand and then yeah. they'll add it to a streaming service for free, like Netflix or Hulu. Well, or, did you hear that they're going to they're gonna open up, but they're only going to be allowed to have like a quarter? Like 15 people in there. Like a quarter of the seating? Yeah. That's like, all. Well, how are you going to turn a profit yeah, on that? Yeah, what's the point at that point? Yeah. I, I mean, and if you notice, I mean, if you live somewhere else, I mean, tell us if you hear differently, but I don't know if you've been to our local theaters lately, but they've already removed the front counter. They're already cutting pay. They were cutting payroll already because yeah. they were already losing money. So they yeah. got rid of that front counter and everything's in concessions now. Oh, good. Because they no, obviously I haven't been can't. There. I haven't been there. They, they're literally basically paying two people at concessions to run the entire movie theater, to take the tickets, to sell the tickets, to sell yeah. it, because obviously they're cutting costs already yeah. before all this. Yeah. So we'll yeah, see, it's, it's kind of sad, but 
and, and somebody else pointed out, like, now, would like, if you had an idea to build a drive-in theater, yeah, now would be the time to do that. Could you? It it, it will be weird. Cause think about think about. Like, I just feel sorry for kids. Think about right. Think about the MCU, like the hype around those yeah. theatrical events, you know, and not having that. Well, and you know, just watching it at when, home. When I saw the Invisible Man hit streaming, like some of the some of the movies hit yeah. streaming because the theaters yeah. all closed down right yeah. as they launched. Yeah, Bloodshot did that. Yeah, and the Hunt, and um, oh was, god, that was terrible. That Disney movie Onward. Yeah, and they were all twenty dollars just to rent, and I was yeah. like, twenty dollars to rent. This is insane, like, because usually it's five, usually it's five ninety nine. But yeah, and then you think about it, it's like, well, it's over ten dollars per ticket. So like, and, and then who you goes buy a by $10 themselves? Coke, a ten dollars. So popcorn. even if you're just going with your girl, it's that's twenty dollars right there. Yeah. And then it's yeah, it's like twenty dollars for a popcorn and ten dollars yeah. for a drink, and yeah. you can easily spend fifty dollars oh, going yeah. to the movie. And, and if you buy it online in advance, the tickets, which you have to usually. You'll pay six dollars in convenience fees. Yeah. They... <laughs> so yeah, I mean, if you go with even one one another person that you pay for, it's at least fifty bucks. Yeah, forty fifty bucks. Well, it's at least twenty dollars. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but it ends up being forty fifty with your most people end up buying drinks and all that crap. But it, it's like I, I feel bad for kids because you're like movies are like that. Yeah. Especially when you're young. The like, event. Well, it was it was. Especially for like that first or second date, really. Yeah. You, know, yeah. like you could go to the movie theaters. It was it was it was an yeah. easy gift. You don't have to talk. You don't have to talk exactly. You can <laughs> sit there and you can sort of the experience, dark. and then you have something to talk about afterwards. Though. Yeah. And um, you know that that's just gonna be gone. Uh, and I just remember the nostalgia too of like going to see. I remember I saw. I think my dad took me to see. I think it was a third Matrix movie at like midnight. I think yeah. we might have been juniors or maybe even seniors. Yeah. Maybe not even that. I don't remember what year it came out. But, like, so, like, I got to go to school the next day and tell everybody, like, I went and this is what happened. Yeah, this was awesome. Exactly. And, like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, you won't have that now. And it is kind of cool. And, and you know, film theory is pointing this out. Like, the entire reason you go to theaters now is because it is for the event experience. Yeah, for sure. And he said that he thought the only way theaters could exist going forward yeah is they're gonna have to raise the bar on the event so he said yeah. they're gonna start building stadiums well well and and they've been trying to do this like and I, I don't care about this stuff but they try to give you like oh free poster free comic book yeah if they do more stuff like that yeah. like maybe raise the ticket that, that's price. a gimmick yeah it is but raise the ticket price and then give you something more tangible with it yeah i don't know i'm just something. throwing out ideas something but yeah. The event factor is really what the yeah. only thing that will say. Something that you can walk out and be like, I was there. You know, like, yeah. That. And just to experience with like hundreds of other people and hear them people, screaming in joy. How many or people crying save, or, save their tickets? Like, yeah. it's some type of novelty. Yeah. You know, so, so give maybe, people maybe more they won't like die. That. Maybe they won't we'll die. We'll see. It's funny that you sent me the Lovecraft Country trailer because I had just watched it like that same day and i was yeah. like oh this looks pretty good and then you sent me the trailer i yeah. assume you think it looks good yeah oh yeah uh, what what's the, what's with hbo max is this a separate subscription no it's the same thing hbo will become hbo max why um i guess i don't understand why because they looked at netflix and they're like, like they're rebranding and just they, they looked at netflix and they're like oh man netflix has way more stuff than we have so they want to 
expand. I mean, you know, HBO is owned by Time Warner. Yeah. Who's owned? Who are all owned by AT and T. Yeah. Um, but they got that huge vault of yeah. like movies and TV cartoons. HBO and, does. Like cart. They got. Warner, I think they yeah. own Cartoon yeah, Network. They Warner, own. Yeah. So they're like, well, it doesn't make sense. We should have like one mega service. Yeah. You know, for all these shows. So that's what's going to happen. Keep the HBO name though. Why go to HBO? Well, Max? because HBO is still seen as like the gold standard. Now the irony is, is like everybody likes it probably in the company except for HBO. Yeah. Because they're probably terrified that it's going to dilute their brand, which it probably will. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's n- not I, the quality, but just the name. And, and they're making unnecessary. Well, see, they're still going to sort of. It would be like Netflix coming out and saying, "Hey, we're making new shows and we're changing our name to to Netflix Plus." Well, yeah, and the funny thing Why? is, is they're still going to be sort of like standalone HBO. Like, yeah. if you have the TV on your television, like cable package, yeah. um, it'll still just be HBO. Is HBO Max streaming only? Yeah. So. I can see distinguishing it somewhere. And, and there's going to be like Max Originals. So they're not going to be HBO shows. They're yeah, going to be max that, that seems like a way just to piss off your old cable customers. But so. if you have HBO, you you'll just automatically get HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think I think Lovecraft Country looks great. Yeah, I, it does look good. Hopefully, isn't it not like till like August though? I don't know. I think it's August. I don't know, but it looked incredible. I, like that's the type of stuff I want to see more of. Yeah. Because, uh, I think the times come for that. For Lovecraft type stuff. Well, or just, just like. For, like just like monster horror shows, yeah. like you know, really when you think about it, that's sort of a it's, it's, it hasn't been done that much. Genre. It's kind of like how zombies were before The Walking Dead. Do you remember? I mean, yeah, I mean, look at how successful the Tremors movies were. Yeah, and it's and they weren't really that great of movies. It was just kind of the concept. Well, it's just kind of funny because it's a wildly popular genre. Yeah. For movies. Yeah. And video games. Do you remember the event that Cloverfield was? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just weird to me that like it's a wildly popular genre for in every other medium, but then TV doesn't have them. Yeah. And then somebody goes like, thankfully HBO or, you know, I guess AMC, go, oh, well, what if we made a show about that? Yeah. And then here we are. Yeah. All right, time for some Godspeed stories. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, you can go first. Read first. Yeah. Okay. Godspeed stories in three, two. WWE 2K Battlegrounds has been announced. They canceled production quality here. (laughs) They canceled this year's uh, WWE game. They're making an arcade-style wrestling game instead. Good move or bad? Oh my God! Let me let me tell you something. (laughs) I um, tangent. I desperately wanted an arcade wrestling game. Yeah. And then I got an arcade wrestling game, and this is not at all what I wanted. This one? No. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't what I wanted. The, the trailer? Yeah. The big head? <laughs> because it really it's like that NBA playground. Yeah. But with wrestlers. Within the first 10 seconds, I saw a giant alligator like jump Exactly. Out and, and I was, I was just like, like, what the heck is that? Damn it, this is all what I wanted. Um, this is on. what you wanted, though. Sure. Moving on. Gearbox property, Brother in Arms, being turned into a TV series. Wow. Is it, what was the HBO show called? Uh, Band, Band of Brothers. brothers. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember the Brothers in Arms games? Yes. Which I think it's funny that Gearbox turned into, because they started with Brothers in Arms, which was a, ser- a serious, nitty-gritty World War II, kind of like a tactical 
type yeah. game. Oh, yeah. And then what they've turned into is just the House of Borderlands. And I think... Um, Which is a total opposite. I think, I think sort of like the hook for this game was like when one of your squad mates died, it would be like a very slow, drawn-out death, and you'd have to watch the whole thing. And well, I like, think it like memorialized them, too. Yeah. Like, like somehow, I don't remember how, but all I remember is like when you're when you're one of your squad mates died, like it was extremely graphic <laughs> and was meant to like scar you mentally and emotionally. Well, um, uh, you. moving on, Microsoft is now allowing Microsoft reward points to be used to subscribe to channels on Mixer. Wow, I think it's a good move. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I'm so confused as to all their points. And, reward well basically it's just microsoft reward points yeah like you have is that them. what i get when i search bing yeah okay so now you could use them to subscribe to a streamer on oh, there that's kind of cool it's a good move thing for the yeah. streamers yeah a few more subs whatever that's good synergy yeah makes sense oh are you ready for another assassin's creed game did you watch this trailer ubisoft seems to think you are <laughs> you uh valhalla announced supports xbox smart delivery uh, no i couldn't even be bothered to watch the trailer <laughs> The tra- I don't care it's a CG point. trailer, you know, and it all looked well and good, but yeah. like, but it's another Assassin's Creed. That's what it's going to boil down to. I'm so exhausted by this I series. Uh, in this week's article of things that nobody asked for, live action Sim City and The Sims movies are in development. What the hell have we? <laughs> you know what's funny is like, there's all these great video game stories and franchises. And then all the shit whenever Hollywood comes knocking, like <laughs> it's for The Sims or yeah, Sim or, City or Prince of Persia, which I guess could have been good, but no, <laughs> no. Assassin's with, Creed. Don't forget they made an Assassin's yeah, Creed movie. Yeah, I try, I try to block it. Uh, Intel tenth gen CPUs announced and are launching soon. You know uh, what? I, are you ready to upgrade the old PC? I'm probably not going to upgrade my CPU, but what I really like about this, and maybe they do this all the time, the prices aren't going up. It's the exact same price as the previous gen has been, and I like that. Yeah, I like that too. But um, I understand these are a really good value and really powerful. So. But I heard their 10th gens aren't going to be very different from their 9th gen. I heard they were, as far sure. as... Because uh, I heard, well, I heard the 9th gen weren't accepted very well. Yeah. So 10th is supposedly going to... Either. we'll see yeah i don't know much about cpus really no, i know more about gpus and i I'm, I'm still really kind of lost as to laptop versus yeah no well, I, I get confused just with intel versus amd and nvidia versus uh amd and yeah I, so somebody says well i've got I, like i know the nvidia side because that's what i have so i know all the numbers all the abbreviations then when somebody says well how does my amd whatever compare to that i'm like I have no idea. No idea. Could be better, could be worse. Yeah. Don't ask me. Call of Duty Warzone developers have confirmed that Warzone will be persistent and be updated across future Call of Duty releases. Well, I gave them $30, so I'm glad to hear that. What'd you give them $30? My, my $30 will soldier What'd on. you buy? Skins? I don't remember. I bought like the... Uh, the uh, I don't know, the, the money or Must whatever it is. skins or whatever, yeah. And then Call you can buy, you, yeah, and like it, it forwards you like weapons and stuff. Yeah. Um, good move, I think. Very good move. Yeah, I just wanted to support them. Like I didn't want to be freeloading the whole way. I just mean not doing away with it. 
like, yeah. like just making yeah, yeah, another yeah. freaking, yeah. and then Warzone 2. And but I do hope year. that they change the map. Oh, I think they will. I mean, my idea was, okay, Black Ops, the new Black Ops comes out this year. They'll change all the maps and weapons to be in theme yeah. with the new Black Ops. Because I'm, the I'm, next I'm year, already kind of tired of that one map. Uh, Rumors. Yeah. Rumors. Battlefront 3 is a no-go. DICE launching new Battlefield in 2021. Uh, Respawn launching Jedi Fallen Order sequel in 2022. I really... I know oh, Jedi Fallen. Lamp. I know Jedi Fallen Order was a success, but I really feel like it's a waste of Respawn to have them developing Star Wars games. I Respawn's so good at shooters, and I, maybe the did new, you play that Fallen Order? Yeah. No, I could care less, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's just a waste. But. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Just before you came, there was something Star Wars on yeah. um, YouTube playing here. And I was like, get this Star Wars crap off it's the just screen. It's so overplayed. Like, I don't even care. Um, I am glad that DICE is finally being given a few years to make a new Battlefield game and not... Yeah. Because they Cause were they turning it. out something annually. Yeah. Battlefront, ba- Battlefield. Do you think they'll go back to, like, Bad Company? I hope so. That'd be interesting. I hope so. Because the last two they do were something. World War One and World War Two. Yeah. Black Ops 5 is supposedly Vietnam, so we'll see. Uh, coming soon, so all stuff coming out this month in May. Uh, Apex Season 5 starts. Wonderful One Remastered is coming this month to Switch. Well, what is it? Switch and PS4? Is that what they ended up on? Yeah, I think so. Uh, is, is it, it coming PC to PC? Too? I can't remember. It might be, but not Xbox. No. Uh, well, Minecraft well, well, well. Dungeons, which I think is going to surprise a lot of people and be really good. Or the game of the year. I don't know about that, but... And then Ninjala, the free-to-play... Switch game that I think looks good. Game of the year. And the funny thing is, they had a beta, and the reactions were good. I think I texted you this. But this is so, like, Nintendo and Switch-focused world. Yeah. The beta lasted for one hour. <laughs> how? Like, how, how can you have, like... <laughs> <laughs> How? Why exactly. does Nintendo do this stuff? Well, right, I, mean, I, I guess know. this is a Nintendo, but 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 it's a Switch game, yeah. and I feel like I don't know. I, I still feel like Japan as a country does not understand online gaming. No, like the developers at least. It's so funny to me how like Japan when they really want to, like they can do these incredible leaps forward, and then like they're like, okay, well, we're done. <laughs> we're done here. For the next then, 50 yeah, years. Yeah, then they like pack it in and they never change for like the next 20 years. I just can't believe. Like, well, A, the point of a beta is usually to test everything too and get like feedback. It's like, okay, this server, the servers are working. These are the glitches. These are the things that aren't balanced. How can people possibly figure that out in an hour? Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> what a test. Yeah, the game looks pretty good though. I think it pretty does. Good. I heard good feedback. I saw Nintendo got out in front and dropped the price on Splatoon 2. $42? Yeah. It's still a big price drop. I downloaded the demo, and uh, A, I was absolutely mind blown that the default play mode is you got to move your freaking controller. Of course, it's a Nintendo game. To to aim, first of all. Uh, $42. If this game was $20, I'd buy it. It's worth it, yeah. It, it, it seems like it could be some fun. It's fun. It is fun. But I was like, you know what? 42 bucks. Which is the best price it's ever <laughs> I was been. Say, you're, it's you're, two years old. You're not going to see a better there's, price for at least no five years. There's no more content coming to it. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Well, you know, GG Nintendo. I mean, how long has the Switch been out for? Like at least two years now. No, it's been longer than that. Seventeen? Was it seventeen or was it sixteen? I'll, I'll Google it. Maybe it's it can't 2016. Be well, anyway, I think it's been about three years. Probably. And they still don't have like a greatest hits. 2017. Yeah. And they still don't have like a greatest hits, you know. Yeah. Like $20. Brand. Yeah, like $20 yeah, games. Yeah. Like, when are they ever going to get to there? You know, like, and Splatoon should be in there because it was and, one of the first games. And the games. thing is, is that it would help, especially because a lot of the Switch's audience is so casual yeah. driven. Breath of the Wild greatest hits would boost the game another few hundred thousand units, probably. Splatoon 2 boosts the game a few another hundred thousand units. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Easy. Yeah. Easy. And, and, you know, because the Switch is straddling like that, it's a portable, but it's not a portable. Having those cheap games would really push yeah. you, push, especially like for parents it that just want blows. to buy their kids the Switch Lite. Everybody knows how I feel about my Switch. I don't like it. It's overpriced. It, it's Anyway. Every <laughs> once in a while I get this like itch that, you know, well, maybe I'll, I'll buy this game so I can play it on my lunch break or yeah. or whatever you know something i want to utilize my switch i i got it i want to utilize it like and i was gonna buy doom 2016 so a game that came out in 2016 i was like it's probably like i don't know 20 bucks 60 dollars 60 dollars you gotta be kidding me like you this, know. like like I, I i see when i when i think about buying switch games you either gotta buy physical because they will go on sale yeah or you gotta you gotta um I don't just, do physical you, anymore. You can, only, you can only look in the deals section. Yeah. But and and when crap. you see a deal on that, you you got to jump it's at it. It's usually crap. I see games on there for like 90% yeah. off, and they're stuff I've never even heard of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they usually only have like one or two big games. Yeah. And then just trash. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. All right. That's it for episode 89. Next episode, Oof. we'll be talking about next-gen gameplay. Wow. Yeah, the next one's going to be good. I hope it's not like... Here's one game. Please be excited. Here's <laughs> Assassin's be. Creed. Please be excited. Well, I'm just hoping it's not like, oh, well, here's Madden 2022. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Do you think they'll announce the price at this one? No. Do you think they'll wait for Sony to blow their price? If or? it's if it's a well, I'm guessing it's gonna be expensive. So yeah, maybe let's like we're go gonna first. we're gonna hear about that like a week before launch. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the price is gonna be. Well, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be on the shelf there. Do you think the right rumor was the... Lockhart will be announced at this event though? Oh yeah, that could happen. So if they do Lockhart, I think they could announce the price of both. You but... think they do Lockhart here or at the next one? That's what I mean. I don't know if they're. It depends on. It'll Ooh. be interesting. It'll be interesting. I feel like they'll leave some breadcrumbs at the end for like, you know, this is what we're showing at our next show, and you know, tune into that show to see. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm excited. Damn. It's like Christmas. It really is. This, I mean, for for all the coronavirus crap that's happening, this next month and a half at least is going to oh, be pretty good. It was so nice, too, to be able to walk outside today. It haven't been yeah. 70 degrees. Yeah. I feel like it was a whole new world today. It really like, did. I got so much God. done. Yeah, like, please. Like, this is what we needed. Yeah. Hopefully it kills some the coronavirus. Sign of, just, well, it was just some sign of, like, Light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, something good. <laughs> like, oh, something good. Finally so, yeah, exactly. You, I saw this meme today. It was uh, 
you know how they say April showers bring May flowers? Yeah. They said April showers bring May flowers, and it showed like May flowers like 2019, <laughs> and then it showed May flowers 2020, and it was the plant from uh, what's that little shop of horror? Yeah. <laughs> All right, download unlocked uh, episode 89 out. Peace.